Hey, welcome back. It's my secret basketball pod. I'm Seth Allen. Hey, Seth Allen, all platforms. I don't know why I say that. It's actually just one platform now. I'm only on Instagram. I still have a TikTok, technically, but uh, I quit using it. I deleted the app. I'm never on there. I deleted my Twitter even before it was X. Uh, So when I say, hey, Seth Allen, all platforms, that sounds uh, easy to remember, but uh, it's really just Instagram. Facebook, I just have a placeholder. I got hacked a long time ago. Clicked on a link for a free Whopper. We don't need to get into that. This is episode 30 of my Secret Basketball podcast. That Facebook thing could happen to anybody, and they have no customer service. They're even worse than uh, Comcast. Anyways, I don't know why we let social media companies get away without having a, a person you could talk to to actually fix your issue with someone steals your whole identity. That's besides the point. Because I am checking in to talk about... NBA All-Star Weekend, it's kicking off, uh, you know, three whole days of friv- frivolity and and uh, and strange events that are sometimes basketball-related, sometimes you're not sure, uh, sometimes it's spectacular, a lot of it is just kind of stuff that happens. I love it. It's my favorite mistake. Shout out to Cheryl Crow. Uh, I, I couldn't live without it. This is also when I renew myself as a basketball aficionado. I, I you know, I, I go to ground for a while, then I come out, out. I emerge. We're close to the playoffs. We're close to March Madness. And now that I'm a EuroLeague guy, we're, we're getting towards that. The, the home stretch of that. So it's an amazing time to, uh, you know, double down and, and find your spark again uh, that has gone that has gone away uh, with the winter. <laughs> and the, the NBA All-Star Game, look, I know Adam Silver came out and for some reason uh, publicly went on the record about how it's been bad because it was his fault. I think that was some kind of way to get some political points perhaps with <laughs> with the players union or whatever because it's look everyone complains about it they've tried a million different things um i you know i don't know uh how to fix everything i mean i could give it a try uh but i still love it and i think the the weirdness and the novelty and the frivolity is all part of the fun it's like a poorly run circus at times that's what it feels like there's like or you know uh you know, you're trying to, <laughs> I don't know, accumulate some tickets here and go to Taco Bell and cash them in. Uh, this year, I do like how, you know, one approach when you have a thing that's kind of widely viewed as a big mess, waste of time, one way to do it is to simplify, find out the things that really matter to fans, uh, and then just focus, go back to just focusing on those basics and making sure those are good. The NBA has gone the opposite direction, where they're going to have more stuff, more complicated, harder to explain, uh, and I have to respect it. All right, I have to respect doubling down on this thing. They did get rid of the players picking the teams. We're going back. We're east and west. Um, you know, the game of our youth. Uh, so that's a little simpler. That's the game itself, which, by the way, that's not till Sunday Things kick off on Friday. Usually I don't even watch the actual game. I'm more into the weird novelty stuff that happens before the game. Um, you know, uh, you know, I long-standing fan of the skills challenge. Uh, it just reminds me of American Gladiators. I like the little obstacle course thing. 
I think they could even put a defender in there at points. <laughs> they could do a lot of wacky stuff with it, throw some tennis balls, you know, uh, maybe <laughs> maybe more have to have to climb some, st- some some obstacles. I don't know, but it's very fun, and I like it, and I like the contestants that are in it this year. But when I when you think of you know NBA All Star Weekend, I think um, you know the correct response is is what. They're doing what? You think of the dunk contest, the three-point contest, and then the game itself that you probably aren't watching. Uh, but there's just so much, so much more. And the NBA, you know, I'm a big fan of the NBA app. Um, they've just been flooding that thing with with content. You know, I was watching, uh, you know, I was watching, hey, last summer, if you're a real one um, and you were on the NBA app, which is free, you could have been watching Isaiah Collier uh, play Topich in the summertime. You know, these are two, uh, you know, top picks in this allegedly horrible draft that's coming up. So, you know, you could have seen that if you're a real sicko person. Uh, the NBA app has all kinds of random content on it. So, but they have been hyping up um, the NBA app, NBA All-Star experience. So I thought I would throw a little challenge to the NBA app to see if I can understand how the Panini Rising Stars Challenge works by using the app only, okay? And if if you know about the Rising Stars Challenge, you might think, oh, that's that thing where the rookies play the second-year players. It has been... Uh, <laughs> that is old, my friend. It has gotten way more complicated. It's some kind of tournament. The G League is involved. Also, let's just back up a second. There is something like between 20 and 30 G League players at all participating in All-Star Weekend events. Now, <laughs> this is my favorite, uh, this is a great little just microcosm of the absurdity of NBA All-Star Weekend. The very premise of All-Star Weekend is that you get to see all the best players in one place come together and do this cool basketball thing, all right? The very premise is that this is the best of the best, all right? (laughs) And so the NBA thought, you know what? Let's also invite a bunch of guys who are, by definition, not good enough to be in the NBA right now. (laughs) So it's the best of the best and not the worst of the NBA, but the level below that. (laughs) It's the best of the NBA and the best of not quite good enough for the NBA coming together to kind of just put some stuff out there. You know, (laughs) I get so much joy from this. This is my whole weekend, you know. I go, I support all the brands that sponsor it. I gotta go get, um, Panini is the trading card company, unfortunately, but I will go eat a Panini, you know, just in in to spiritual align, align with that. Um, we also got the Ruffles All-Star Celebrity Game. Gotta go get some Ruffles. Ooh, we're talking Ruffles. Ooh, maybe I should get the, uh, uh, oh, there's so many excited. The player brands, maybe get the maybe get the Jason Tatum Spicy Barbecues. That's a good move for the game. Okay, but anyways, I digress. Um, because it kicks off, uh, really, uh, the Celebrity Game, and then right after that, there's the Panini Rising Stars Game, uh, which is really, to me, the most emblematic of all-star fun nonsense with how complex it's gotten. It's a real rude Goldberg machine of Adam Silver's creation. So I'm going to open up the NBA app and I'm going to try to explain it to you. 
Boop, open up the app. Here we go. Uh, Silver, <laughs> Silver Wimby unveil NBA AI at NBA Tech Summit. Okay, that is not interesting. I'm going to um, Rising Stars tab. Boom. That is just strange. Okay, Rising Stars teams. That's what I see. Um, okay, so there is Pau Gasol is involved. There is there is Team Pau. There is Team Tamika Catchings. There is Team Jalen Rose. And there is Team Detlef Shrimp. Now, very random collection of, of uh, I guess these are captains. All right. Okay. Detlef Shrimp's team appears to be a bunch of G League guys. Uh, while Jalen <laughs> Rose gets Chet Holmgren, Jalen Williams. All right. I think uh, Detlef got... She got the shaft here. Who did Powell got Victor, Brandon Miller, Podzimski. Okay, this doesn't really seem totally fair. Okay, but okay, so you get the premise. Um, there's captains who are random basketball personalities, um, and they have teams. Okay, I'm going to click more and figure this out. Okay, okay, there's four. So there's four teams. Okay, now, um, when I click on Powell, what happens? Okay, Victor, Brandon Miller, Brian Pazemski, Jaime Jaquez, Jabari Smith Jr., Kaysan Wallace. Okay, so they are a collection of first and second year players um, on all the teams, with the exception of Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> Got all the G League guys. Okay, I thought... Uh, I thought Scoot was in this. I don't see his name. So I'm already getting a little lost here. But game one will be Team Jalen versus Team Tamika. Game two will be Team Detlef versus Team Pow. And then they will play for a championship and <laughs> the consolation prize. <laughs> okay. What? How does it work? Can you tell me? Is there anything in here that's going to tell? Okay. No. Scoot Henderson is on... Uh, um, Oh, he's on Team Tamika. Well, why is he the G League guy who's not on the G League team? Who knows? There's no rules. It's NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, okay, live. Countdown to tip-off. What, what are we doing here? I can't... It's very hard. Okay, the app is failing to explain how this works. How do the games work? You know what I mean? Um more okay click more okay it's just the team rosters the app has failed to explain to me how this works i'm gonna go under the big all-star tab schedule panini rising stars um faq okay it's loading and I have a lot of questions. All right. So let's see if they can be answered. Number one, why? <laughs> uh, that's not in the FAQ. Um, okay. The NBA. So that's the, I, would, I would say why is the most frequently asked question about the Panini Rising Stars Challenge. And uh, there's no answer. But, you know, Chet's in it. Uh, you know... Victor's in it. It's worth watching as a just a weird thing. The NBA's annual showcase of premier young talent, the 2024 Panini Rising Stars, blah, 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 for the third straight season. 
The showcase will feature a three-game mini tournament. So did you know that they've been, this is the third straight season of the of the three-game mini tournament? Among four teams comprised of rookies, sophomores, and G League players. Also, okay, well, we'll get to that. A player oh, they had a player draft. I like this idea that um that Detlef Shrimp was intentionally just picking G players he's like i want guys with a dog in them give me a 26 year old with a chip on his shoulder to come take it to fucking chat all right these fucking superstars all right so we got okay so we got the teams um and i gotta say pal gasol is the runaway winner of this if team pal does not look at okay also uh, he's got Victor, Brandon Miller, Podzemski, Jaime Hawkins, Jabari Smith, Jr., Kaysom Wallace, and Bilal Kulabali. He's got also one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So each team has seven players on the roster. Okay, so they're supposed to play. They're each playing two games, and they each have seven players. So how does that work? Um, let's see. Okay, here is the here is the roster. How it works. Oh, good. All right, they're right on it. Okay. Oh, the draft was live on the NBA app. So hey, there's another reason to not use this. Um, all three games in the mini tournament will be played to a final target score, which means each game will end on a made basket. They're doing the Elam ending, folks. The Elam ending. Uh, well, kind of. No, not at all. Actually, sorry about that. Scratch that. Apologies to. TBT, uh, uh, the basketball tournament, who uses the Elam Indian. It sounds like we're just playing to a certain score. So the two semifinal games, game one and game two, and the semifinals, I believe, are also just called the first game. <laughs> the game one is the semifinals. We're already confused. Game one and game two, uh, which are the semifinals, will be played to a final target score of 40. They are playing to 40. So... This could be over in, with these players, this could be over in five minutes, or it could just be a weird, cold shooting um, early in the day, guys you never played with before. This game could potentially last until the sun explodes. All right? there's They should probably, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm no expert. I'm just hurt. But maybe just put a little 40 or 15 minutes. <laughs> You know, whichever comes first. Um, the final game, uh, the championship, featuring the winners, will be played to a final target score of 25. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, the, so, the, so the semifinals are to 40. The championship is to 25. <laughs> I don't know why. um maybe they should maybe you could uh 40 50 65 maybe you could do them both to like 30 i mean i think some consistency would perhaps be uh less confusing to your audience but that's just me um okay (laughs) okay okay so um okay um how the players were selected um Okay, Team Pow, Team Tamika. Um, I gotta say, they really gave Pow a cakewalk. He's got Team Detlef, which is all G League guys, uh, in the first round. The real bloodbath is gonna be Team Jalen versus Team Tamika. Um, 
Oh, wait. I think I accidentally referred to Scoot as a G League player in this. Apologies. I just, you know, you're in a, you know, I've been watching a lot of G League. I'm all over the place. My rods and cones are all screwed up from trying to understand what's happening here. Okay. Okay. I think we understand the Rising Stars challenge. I think. Did you get that? So there's four teams coached by four random retired basketball people. Three teams are first and second year NBA players that were selected in a draft by these coaches, I assume, live on the NBA app at some point in the past. <laughs> the, the, the fourth team, the Shrimps, <laughs> the Detlef Shrimps, are all G League guys who are the ones who are really going to try to bust some ass out there. Uh, okay. Um, okay, we got it. You got it? Okay, we got it. All right, now let's try to get... Okay, let's go into the celebrity game. Always nice. It's like a little appetizer. That's where I get my ruffles out, you know, and I just have a, like a, a, some snacks, some, some light apps uh, to just kind of get in the mood for all the, all the, the bizarre things that I'm about to see. In the celebrity game, we got the youngest female EGOT winner, Jennifer Hudson. We got Meta World Peace. <laughs> what the fuck is this? One? I don't know who. That is, and that is the end of the people who I know who they are in this. Oh, no. I stand corrected. We got Tristan Jazz, a.k.a. T-Jazz. Um basketball influencer for his fancy lays now you may that if that made any sense to you i'm sorry you need to find some other kind of interest but you if t jazz is a little a little white fella who blew up on the internet for doing fancy layups and is incredibly wealthy and has a shoe deal off of that hey that's the world we're living in baby he's there he is in the celebrity challenge um we are like, we are like one to two years away from them just adding a influencers team to the to the Rising Stars Challenge. Why not? Let's get them out there. Um, okay, uh, okay. I don't know who any of these other people are. Wait, Team Stephen A. Oh, wait, Lil Wayne is a coach. <laughs> wait, Team Shanna Sharp. Okay, all right. I'm gonna take a step back. The celebrity game, of course, also has celebrity coaches. For this one, they decided not to go with, uh, not to just be limit themselves to former basketball greats. Um, so, Team Shannon is coached by Shannon Sharp of Cat uh, Williams interview fame, uh, Club Shay Shay, and Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson. And they have, um, you know, I gotta say, I don't know who any of these people are. One of the guys' name is Sir, and that's it. Okay. Um, and then we got Team Stephen A. Smith. Oh, yeah. Oh, Stephen A., you're amazing, and you keep giving. You just keep giving to us. Uh, so Stephen A. Is, another, is the other coach, It's but he has a couple assistant coaches. He's is a Lil Wayne and Aja Wilson are his assistant coaches. Um, and then I'm looking... And he, they got T. Jass, and uh, and they got Ron Artest. Okay, why did Ron? I mean, sorry, Meta World Peace. 
<laughs> was Meta World Peace is the only uh I can't believe Meta World Peace agreed to this. I mean, I guess I can. I mean, you don't see a lot of of players of that level of uh of NBA career who are participating in this. In fact, it's just him. And I think, you know, if you know Meta World Peace, you know he plays marches to the beat of his own drum. Okay, so we got that down now. <laughs> no way! They're playing on an LED court. What the fuck is this? What is happening? New this year, the game will feature an all-new innovative LED court, which will carry an endless amount of animation capabilities, which is really what you want from a basketball court. You know what I mean? Endless animation capabilities. Uh, such as a dynamic three-point line. Does that mean it's going to move? Um, maybe a hot spot should just show up for a second, and if you can shoot from it, you get four points. Ooh, hell yeah. Uh, court graphics and much, much more. What if someone hacked this and just posted uh, Drake's uh, hog sex tape <laughs> on the court? Now, that would be something. Uh, additionally, the game will uh, see the return of fan favorite Ruffles Four Point Ridgeline and Ruffles Crunch Time, and the debut of the Ruffles Flaming Hot Challenge. A one minute relay style shooting contest. Oh. Uh. <laughs> this is day one. <sighs> Can you believe that some people shit on this event? Can you believe? And I know, hey, many of the of people who listen to this also talk about how how crummy All Star event All Star weekend is. But come on, you're not getting this anywhere else. Would you want to get it at anywhere? Period. No. But they're gonna give it to you, and that's what you need to embrace all right that's what life is all about you know it's about embracing what is um knowing what you can and can't control and knowing that suffering is inherent in being alive <laughs> i'm just gonna check on the skills challenge real quick because i saw some interesting names and that is the event that I think is truly the, to me, it's the crown jewel. Okay, I'll, I'll just say this one time because I, I have to go through this every year for casuals. There's like a, a kind of a, a shitty take right now that the three-point contest is better than the dunk contest. That goes that comes around every once in a while. And that's like the same type of person that starts to say they, to, that starts to pretend they hate ketchup and they think it's dumb to like ketchup, all right? Get your false pretentiousness that's a facade for your own insecurities out of my basketball intake. All right. The dunk contest has the highest ceiling. There is nothing, no guy hitting a bunch of balls in the hoop off a rack is as cool as the best moments from a dunk contest. If you even say that to me, I just, I can't, I can't speak to you ever again. I mean, it's, it's fine. If you're fine with that, great. But I, I just can't, all right? I'm not, you're not a reasonable person, right? And so you're not worth my time, all right? And I don't think you should be allowed to vote, all right? And you should probably go to jail or like some kind of forced labor camp. Anyways, uh, I digress. 
So the dunk contest, it, it remains, the reason it remains the crown jewel is because it has the highest ceiling. It has a lower floor than the three-point contest. I mean, you know they're so worried about the dunk contest that they have G-Leaguer Mac McClung coming back, and I believe they even brought in another G-Leaguer because they're like, we got to make sure this doesn't suck, right? And kudos to Jalen Brown, who is like the first all-star to actually participate in the dunk contest in like 17 years. Um, I think he will probably do some kind of, make it some kind of larger cause maybe or something i don't know if it's just going to be fun with jalen brown or if he's going to be like no this is a moment for me to you know promote my organization or like whatever i kind of expect that that he would do that um you know maybe he'll defend kyrie irving's uh position on something again (laughs) you know that's that's within the realm of of known jalen uh operating uh styles okay um so it can suck the worst, but it also at its best, it's the fucking best. All right, it's the it's the iconic NBA moments. All right, um, three point like contest is fine. It's all right. I got no problem with it. I enjoy it. All right. I just don't like people saying it's cooler than watching fucking Zach Levine or Aaron Gordon or Jason Richardson or Dominic Wilkins, Michael Jordan, or you know, take your pick, <laughs> Anthony Simon. That's an example of when it's not great. Um, okay. But the skills challenge. Okay. Team. Okay. We got team pacers. Okay. Hometown team. Very cool. Want to get to Indianapolis one day. I entered to win a trip to All-Star Weekend a bunch of times. Didn't get picked. Uh, you got a Kurt Vonnegut museum I'm interested in checking out. Okay. I've heard it's the worst city in America. Okay. Team pacers. Tyrese Halliburton. Benedict Mather and Miles Turner. All right. Team top picks. Ooh. Paulo Banquero. Anthony Edwards, Victor Wimbanyama. Ooh, a team of number one picks. Ooh, putting the target on their backs. Yeah, we want it. I love that. Team All-Star, Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, Trey Young. Now, Scotty Barnes had a viral moment of not being able to make a like a little bunny baby hook. Um, so I don't know. And wasn't he like embarrassingly bad in the skills challenge before? I believe he was. Maybe he's back to right those wrongs. Um, but I love team top picks. That's really the only team that I'm interested in. That's a fun team. I love that Victor's doing it. You know they tried to get um, Chet involved. If they could have done Team 1 versus Team 2 picks, that would have been really fun. It would have given us a cool, another little Victor-Chet thing to look into. That would have been fun. Um, hmm. All right. Oh, I also heard on the on the Hoop Collective podcast, Brian Windy Windhorst uh, shared a story about when LeBron was a rookie. He got offered a quite large amount of money to participate in the dunk contest. It still would not. So you got to take your hat off to Jalen Brown because it's just something that, you know, the stars don't want to risk. It's a big, it's potentially very embarrassing, you know. Um, and I think one of the reasons LeBron probably didn't want to do it was because he, um, well, what Brian says, number one, he th- kind of thought he should have been an actual all-star his rookie season, which Basically, that almost never happens. I think Blake Griffin did it. it it's, it's very rare, even, no matter how good you are, to make the All-Star game as a rookie. They just typically don't do it. Um, and then uh, also, his I remember his McDonald's All-American dunk contest win, which was complete shenanigans. It was in, it was in Cleveland, um, and it just clearly, uh, clearly rigged. He clearly didn't deserve to win, and he won anyways. And so everyone watched was like, pfft. No, so he didn't want to do that again. I'd probably not. But also, it's like it's a, it's a risk to the ego. You know, it's like you can 
you you might I think they view the risk uh, value they they fear the risk more than they fear the re- they cherish the reward of it right because um, it's fucking it could be fucking embarrassing it's like stand up comedy out there you know what I'm saying all right. Well, I think that's kind of it. I think I, I hope I, I lit a fire under your desire. Um, I'm I'm hyped. I'm going to have a great time. I'll see you out there. Um, you know, if you're watching this, this is one of those times a year I do kind of sort of miss being on like a social media platform where a bunch of people could talk about something that's happening um, because it's that's a, that's a fun part of it. Um, but I would say embrace the embrace the show, embrace the ridiculousness, embrace the frivolity, and just keep in mind that suffering is just inherent in being alive. That's it for this episode of my Secret Basketball Pod. Hey, Seth Allen, one platform. Everyone, enjoy All-Star Weekend. You know I'm gonna. Oh, my God.